7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabi Somosia. Thank you and a very good evening and uh, thank you for joining us on uh, Sport SAFM Spot On. Uh, Tabiso Mosia is me, Katlako Mudiba and Luyolom Kalipi are the producers and Sylvester Komane is our technical producer this evening. Every Tuesday we have a feature called Careers in Sport as we highlight the different careers within the sporting fraternity and tonight we will be talking to a specialist sports TV director or sports TV director specialist at the SABC. His name is Nati Ndusi and we want to find out what does it take to succeed in this field and what are the requirements if one is interested in getting in this field of work. And I know that camera work has been in the news, especially after the Soweto derby with many people voicing their unhappiness with the quality of the camera work, saying that the cameramen always move away from the football on the pitch and choose to show us the beautiful faces in the VIP. Is and uh, sometimes we missed the action on the field because of that and there was actually even an article written last year by Mazola Mulefe, a sports journalist who also raised his concerns about this issue and it's becoming now a, a serious topic and uh, people really want to know what is uh, uh, happening here, how does it work so I think Nati will be able to also help us uh, cover that because he's been uh, through basically from the bottom of this field up to the top is now a sports TV director specialist here at SABC so we'll find out more uh, from him about that shortly. We also have a guest in studio has been kind enough to join us. We'll be joined by former Bafana Bafana International uh, Siboni Sopa Kata who's been posting some very interesting tweets on social media about players and finances and I think this also gives us a chance uh, to catch up with him, find out what is Bakata up to now because we did hear that he was studying and he was focusing on his studying. Has he retired? Has he given up football? Is he still going to get involved in the game? And we'll talk all things uh, football and his education with Usboni Sopa Kata. So it is a busy show and you can call us on 0891 You can also SMS us on 40938. We also take WhatsApp voice notes on 061-4104107 and we are using the hashtag SAFM Spot On. There's also football on the go. Uh, it's goalless at the moment between Asak Mimosa and Mamelodi Sundowns in Abidjan. They've just come back from the second half, it looks like it. And of course, there was a game earlier on um, in Tunisia. Orlando Pirates visiting the defending champions there. Uh, Esperanza two days after the derby and uh, the game kicked off at 3pm and you could see that it took its toll on Orlando Pirates and they went down uh, 2-0 in that encounter For the story behind the action catch Tabiso Musia weekdays at 7pm so as I mentioned, it's Tuesday and it means that we are talking careers in sport and we are in studio with Nati Ndusi, who is the sports TV director specialist at SABC and he'll educate us on what happens behind the scenes during football matches in particular. And that's also following the complaints, as I mentioned, by some football fans that the camera work focuses too much on the VIP box, but he does more than a football Nati and he will tell us exactly about this role. Good evening, Nati, and thank you very much for coming to studio to speak to us. Good evening, Tabiso, and... Uh Thanks for inviting me on your show and good evening to your listeners too. Well, we like to use the slot just to talk about different careers within a sport and we educate uh, the young ones who want to get into the industry because everybody wants to be a presenter, but there's so much more uh, that can be done and I think that's why we brought you here. Firstly, what exactly is a sports TV director specialist? Well, just to correct you, it's a specialist technical director. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Basically what it is, um, I deal with multicam, live coverage of events. Um, basically, it could be anything that is live, from a musical concert to a soccer match to road running event, anything that is live, even newsworthy or even uh, elections. Oh, okay. And how do you get involved in this field? Where, where did you exactly start? You, you need to go to school. Uh-huh. Basically, um, there is television schools that are throughout the country that are out there. I studied at uh, Technicon Natal. It's DUT now. It was called Technicon Natal at the time. Um, basically, you study television. It's a fully recognizable um, degree or national diploma course. So you study television? Yes, specifically. And then what exactly do they teach you there? Um, they, they, they teach you everything. Um, to theory part of it, the technical part of it. Uh, they teach you about sound, they teach you about lighting, they teach you about cameras, they teach you about producing, they teach you about directing, 
um, dramas, commercials, live events. So it's it's a full bouquet. You spend a full three years studying in depth um, about all the elements that have to do with television. Now, when we asked around at the SABC who would be the best person to speak to on this feature, everybody recommended you. Everybody said, uh, we must go to you. Just to give people an idea of what you do, because you said that you've done everything, not just sport. What are some of your career highlights so far? Wow. Um, I think joining the SABC was such a huge privilege for me. Um, It exposed me to so many huge events. I mean, uh, I've been on this road, would you believe it's like uh, almost 20 years now? Since 2000? Uh, yes, since 2000. Um, I've been permanent with SABC for a good 16 years. Um, basically, the, I'll just mention a few highlights. Being part of the Olympics in Greece in 2004 was a highlight for me. World Cup in Germany, uh, Soccer World Cup in Germany was a huge highlight for me. 2006? 2006. There I was a cameraman, producer, editor, slash. Then uh, Beijing Olympics, Soccer World Cup in South Africa. Um, directing the Vodacom Challenge mm-hmm. when Tottenham Hotspurs came to visit the country. Um, handled all the matches on that event. Uh, moving on to um, Manchester City when they mm. came into the country. The Ayatore. Yeah, man. Um, handled all those matches as well. Going to the Nelson Mandela Challenge, which was the um, when Sa- Bafana Bafana played uh, USA in Cape Town. Mm-hmm. And that match was, I talk about it in particular because it was live in more than 70 countries around the world. Ah. Uh, moving on to being the only South African director who's touched and directed AFCON when AFCON was in the country. Directed half of the matches of AFCON. And a year later, you'll remember that we had Chen. Yes. Chen just basically became the project that Kef uh, specifically gave to me as a senior director. Uh, opening matches, semifinals and the finals. And yeah, recently um, Olympics um, in, in Brazil. Mm. Yeah, the list is endless. Well, I suppose the most recent one was Barcelona. Oh, Sundowns. <laughs> yeah. You were in charge of that one. Yeah, man. Shown all over the world, we were told. Yeah, it was ah. huge. It was huge. That's good. And what are the challenges in this field, Nati? Um, uh, the biggest challenge is, I think, I suppose it depends which part of the challenge are you talking about? Because there could be personal mm-hmm. or there could be hindrances in the business in terms of your growth. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I've found that if you're looking for growth, you need to give your all. You need to avail yourself. Um, you need to love what you do. You need to be dedicated. You're going to have people challenging in all the step of the way. As a director, everybody wants to be a director and everybody wants to show that they can be better than you. So what we normally say is that your last, your, your job now is as good as your last job. Mm. So that's how delicate it is and that's how much you must uh, protect it. And you should remember when you're dealing with a live event, you're dealing with a group of people and it's different dynamics. Um, you're directing 40-year-olds, 50-year-olds, 60-year-olds, and you also have a 19-year-old who just want to come and experiment. So you have to kind of like reach a balance in terms of making sure that everybody understands what's, um, what, what needs to be done at what time and also give direction and be a disciplinarian at the same time. <laughs> now, when we were speaking before the show started, you were actually telling me how you actually started from the bottom and now you are here as a specialist technical director and you said you have to go through all these phases basically to get all the experience. Just tell us just like where exactly you started in yeah. this field. Yeah, look, it's different for people, um, but I'll start from the highlight. Um, I suppose if you're going to sit in an OB van and command and um, direct a multi-camera environment, we expect you to have actually done your basic 20,000 hours inside the OB van. Secondly, uh, we expect you to have done more than five fields within the environment. Um, So how it started for me, I was fortunate when I was doing my first year at Technical Natal at the time, um, I was fortunate to have a SABC contract as a cable basher. I was studying at the time. Uh, is, is, is that the guy carrying the cables? Yes, the guy okay. carries the cable behind the camera. Man, I became a camera assistant, became a camera operator, then finished my uh, diploma, came to SABC, started as a runner, PA, assistant producer, assistant director, senior director, specialist director, specialist producer, 
cameraman, editor. So basically, once you reach a level where um, you call yourself a broadcaster, that's what we call ourselves Mm -hmm. as you grow. It's when you understand the overall environment as to what's happening and what's going on and what needs to be done. For those who have just joined us, we are talking careers in sport and we are joined in studio uh, by Specialist Technical Director here at SABC, uh, Nati Ndusi, and we just want to find out what does his job entail, do you know, entail rather, and you know we use this lot uh, to educate. So you are now a Specialist Technical Director. I had to write that down so that yes, I don't sir. mess it up. Well, now, what are you responsible for? Basically, because I'm employed by a sport department, which mm. is uh, part of SABC, which is SABC Sport. When we talk of any major event that lands on the department's table, uh, be it its Olympics, be it its road running, be it its Nelson Mandela Challenge, whatever big event that needs to be part of our broadcast, my responsibility is to plan and execute those re- those events, of which I think by thus far, the biggest event that one has done has been Comrades Marathon. Mm-hmm. And now, who are the people that you are responsible for? Because obviously there's a team there, and who's under you now? Well, it's, it's huge. You've got technical side of it. You've got the production side of it. On a technical side, you're talking cameramen, you're talking sound operators, you're talking lighting people, you're talking engineers, um, you're talking camera operators, you're talking camera assistants. Um, you're talking production assistants, you're talking runners, you're talking producers that we work um, hand-in-hand hand with, executive producers, and plus you've got stakeholders that you have to manage. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you mentioned camera cam, ca- camera work and cameramen because I didn't know how I was going to get into <laughs> that. The cameramen have been in the news for all the wrong reasons this past weekend after the derby. How closely do you, first, firstly, how closely do you work with camera people? Um, Hand-in-glove, man. Mm-hmm. Um, look, a lot of people will always say broadcasting or television is audiovisual. I call it visual audio uh, because okay. for me to open the volume, I must see the visuals first. So the visuals must entice me before I could listen to what is said. Um, basically, if you've got your game right on the camera side and the picture, the framing, the tracking of the action, if you got it on point, then you've got a good formula, man. Because remember, we are a major visual medium. So your cameramen have to be on top of their game. They need to understand exactly what to do at what time and what's needed when. Now, I said we've I mentioned we've seen a lot of complaints about beautiful faces being shown on a TV. <laughs> uh, the camera switches to the VIP area. It happened also during the Soweto Derby. I know that as SABC, it was not our feed. We were getting the feed from somewhere else. But how does that work? What's the thinking behind behind that, behind showing the crowd and behind showing these beautiful faces while the game is on? Look, um, I suppose the person uh, concerned is very is a very close friend of mine, and I think I'll be part of it. Uh, it's something that we started. Mm-hmm. Um, remember back in the days when we used to broadcast football, where we used to show men ripping cabbages off yeah. on the grandstand and seats, and seats, and people yeah. smoking, uh, people wearing bras understand wearing panties and Mm. stuffing stuff inside them so we were like look we are trying to promote football as a family game we would like to have an environment where you as tubby so you can bring your wife and kids and come and watch football Mm. but if we forever showing these destructive pictures on television you will never come and watch matches because you'll be like no it's a sport of hooligans of which is not so they're old type of like directors focused on those things and they painted a very negative picture of football. So our thinking moving forward was like, what if we show families? What if we show young kids that are coming to the stadium? If you show beautiful girls, men will want to come and join. You show handsome guys, I mean, girls will want to come and watch football. So that's the thinking behind it. We want to promote it as a family event, Mm -hmm. an event where you can take your girlfriend out on a date and come and watch. Now, the timing as to when do you cut to the the eh? ladies and when you stick to the action. Look, it's it's dependent on the director at the time as to uh, where you... I mean, where you feel like this is the time to do it and also on the action on the pitch. Mm -hmm. Yes, I am against... Um, cutting away from the action as it's happening when it's hot, especially towards the end of the match when teams are trying to win the matches. But at the end of the day, 
um, the beautiful people and the beautiful ladies have got their place in football. Now, what do you make of the feedback when people say, but we are watching this to watch soccer, not to watch people in the stand? Um, it's, it's the same complaint. When we used to cut to people smoking weed and people uh, uh, ripping wearing cabbages bras. off, wearing bras, we didn't get so many complaints that we were staying away from action. But now it's so funny. We're showing something beautiful and there's so much complaints. Um, but look, at the end of the day, um, the key thing is football is king. Being live on the pitch is king. Yes, all the other elements within the match, they add up to entice and to show who's out there. Uh, but at the end of the day, football is king. Someone wants to know who's responsible for replays. I am responsible for replays because I call them. I've got a director that's sitting next to me called the EVS director. All the feeds are, in the, are recorded independently on cameras mm-hmm. and we turn them around. So not, not even a single stormer will go on, on air without my cue. Okay. And then there's something that you that you're clearly doing right as SABC Sport TV because I saw a lot of tweets saying that they prefer to watch football especially the derby on SABC. And from what I've seen I think it's simplicity, but what would you put it down to? Um look, short build up, simple and straightforward. We want to get to the action as as as, as much as we can. And I like to think our commentary Actually, when it comes to vernacular commentary, we, we, we top the charts. My pencil. Um, <laughs> my pencil has been a revelation within SABC Sport. He's been amazing. And I think he continues to grow. Um, he's a born and pure com- I mean, entertainer, man. Uh, once he's on the airwaves, everybody just wants to listen to him. Mm. And every year there's new equipment. How then do you equip yourself to make sure that you know how to use the latest cameras? Does the company take you through courses or do you take the initiative? How does it work? Yes, you do do go to courses and uh, you do go to exhibitions as well. Um, there's broadcasting exhibitions that happened in Las Vegas, that happens yearly in Las Vegas, uh, Netherlands. So for you to learn about new technology, you need to get out there and speak to other broadcasters and observe what's new in the market and invest to what you feel you need um, for, your, for, your, for, for, for your environment. Someone says, after my friend was shown with a wrong person on TV, I respect the cameraman at the stadium. <laughs> Somebody says they are what? They are enemies of progress, uh, these <laughs> cameramen. We can see what we're doing. Finally, Natin Tusi, what advice do you have for people that just want to get into the space that you are in? Uh, you mentioned that you started as a, as a cable, as a runner, and uh, you've worked your way up now to become a director and a specialist technical director. That What advice do you have for those yep. listening to us and they want to get involved, whether it be camera work, whether it be any producing anything behind the scenes? Yeah. Look, everything starts with school, man. It's, it's very important. Focus on it. And be clear about what you want. I mm. come across a lot of people who've done sports science, who've done some courses around sporting codes and think they can just fit in into television. Uh, it's, it's broadcasting. It's what we call it. It's either you choose. It's like, it's like your journalism. It's mm-hmm. either you can be um, a current affairs journalist yeah. or you be a finance journalist. Or you or can your sports be a journalist. Um, you could be anything in, the, in journalism. So it's like television. Television encompasses everything. You could be in drama. You could be in news. Um, you could be in um, any, any field. Advertising. You could be in doing promos or whatever that you're doing. But the, the cause is television. So if you're looking for television, you'll be looking for the right cause. Njabulu Subiya says, I agree with you. Commentary on SABC is the best, 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 best. That's where we're going to have to leave it, Nati. We're going to put out the podcast for those who've just joined us, like Humuto Situsha here. You should know better, Humuto. Uh, but we're going to put up the, co- the podcast for you first thing in the morning. Nati, thank you very much for getting in touch with it. Last thing, last thing. The yes. difference between a football match and doing comrades. Is there a different oh, skill required? It's huge. It's huge. It's huge. Look. Um, the football match is highly concentrated and uh, highly focused event, which goes about 90 minutes. Comrades, it's a whole, whole day, day bruh. Like you're you, running. You, you're there from 4 a.m. until 6 p.m., you know? And the story unfolds through yeah. all the hours of the day. Look, it's, it happens once in a year. It's the biggest one-day event that you can do as a director in South Africa at the moment. I mean, you've got 38 cameras on the route. You've got three helicopters that are up on the on on, on the sky. Um, you've got a complement of about two hundred and sixty 
technical staff that is working behind the scenes, that is waiting for your direction and need to know what needs to happen at any given stage. You are responsible for the channel's airtime, which is each and every second for a full 14-hour broadcast. Wow. So after at the end of the day, you feel like you've run 90 kilometers. <laughs> Look, you, you psych yourself. It happens once a year, man. We, yeah. When it gets closer, you psych yourself, you prepare yourself. And by the time it comes, you, nothing is as, as rewarding as, you know, when you say, thank you, SABC. It's a wrap. Thank you, Natin Dusi. It's a wrap from us. Pleasure talking to you and all the best with whatever you're doing going forward. Thank you, Tabiso. Thank you. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. I did mention that we've got a guest in studio. He's been kind enough to uh, join us in studio here. Many people have been asking about him, and uh, I think he started a very interesting topic last week when he was uh, tweeting, and he joins us now. Siboniso Pa Kakapa. Good evening, and thank you very much for joining us on SAFM. No, good evening to to Tabiso, and yeah. Um, thanks for I mean inviting me as well. You should see the comments already when we said that we are speaking to you. <laughs> so many people are happy uh, to hear from you, and I've got a lot of tweets here that I'm going to have to oppose uh, to you. But firstly, I want to start about your education. I heard uh, I know that uh, um, Clint Pinkin was speaking sometime uh, last year or, or earlier this year, saying that you're focusing on your studies. Is it something that you can share with us? Yeah, of course. Um, so what happened is um, I've started studying while I was at, okay, I've started even before then while mm-hmm. I was at Supersports where I did um, sports management diploma. Um, and then um, when I joined Kaza Chiefs, I thought um, I should continue with my studies. And um, and then I started um, at VETS, uh, which I've concluded last, last year. Yeah. I, did, I did a BA in uh, political science and social studies. And I've just concluded that um, 2018, and right now um, doing law again at VETS. Oh, yeah. And I know it's a it's, it's a rhetorical question, but why is it important for you to uh, study and to pursue your education? Um, firstly, um, I think um, education is important. Could be formal or informal, but um, at the end of the day, I strongly believe that education is important. Um, if you look at um, our industry uh, now I'm, I'm i'm basically talking about football, football yes. yeah, yeah, yeah um i thought um for the mere fact that we've had challenges especially yeah. after football and um, this has been uh, a serious disease um especially for for footballers you know as a whole yeah. and um i thought it it would be wise for me to to um to pursue education as one of um one of my goals as well you know, um, but for me, I think it, 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 it's bigger than that. It has to do with family. It has to do with friends. Um, it has also, it also has to do with um, how how do you influence mm. um, the society as a whole? You know what I mean? So there's there there are so many um, reasons for me to, to 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 educate myself. Do you come from a family with an education background? Ah, the, the, ah, you see, th- this is the sad part. Um, if you look at our historical um, challenges or issues or what you come from as 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 a country, um, unfortunately, I come from a family that's where um, edu- education it it was never fashionable, mm. you know. And um, I understood from that time that um, when you did not educate yourself. You, you kind of um, find yourself in so many challenges, um, especially when it comes to finding a job and um, and also to 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 understand I mean certain things in in the society. So I thought for me, it's important to educate myself. And um, at an early age, I wanted to to educate myself, but football as well. I wanted to be a footballer, as a professional as well. So mm-hmm. I was lucky enough that I became a professional. I continued with uh, with education as well. Mm. Yeah. Now you mentioned. Um the football industry, and I mentioned earlier on that you started an interesting debate on social media about finances, about planning. And the first tweet was, why do South African footballers have nothing to show after retiring? A significant question. The disappointing thing is that it was not sufficiently answered. The reason why this was not sufficiently answered is, and then you give the reasons. But why did you feel the need just to come out and to post and to talk about this? Okay, let me, let me tell you an interesting part. What happened is um, I watched uh, Tim Modise's show oh. and um, um, there were two guests um, on the show and they were basically talking about the, the, the challenges 
where where I highlighted that the, the question that was was imposed mm. by Tim with this on these two gentlemen. And um, I thought, you know what, I should listen to this show because um, I'm part of this and I need to understand what are the challenges, you know, f- coming from other people beside my own experience. So I listened to the show and I felt that uh, I needed to intervene. And mm. um, because the question which was imposed, you know, on the show wasn't answered like 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 I mentioned uh-huh. on, on on Twitter yes, wasn't yes, answered yes. you know wasn't sufficiently yes, answered yeah yes. and and I thought you know what um, firstly we need to look at I mean things that are closer to us let's look at the relationship between the PSL and the players you know and the team as well before we can even go to the things that were mentioned on the day mm-hmm. and. Um, at, and 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 as 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 everyone is aware of these um, these challenges that faces footballers after football, so I wanted to raise this. I want I wanted to raise it on the uh, social platform where I wanted people to 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 intervene, especially people that are not in football, and mm-hmm. see what is it that they they see as well. You know, what are the challenges that they think that it's it, it's part of this. Um, uh, disease that footballers um, faces. Yeah. And now the second part of your tweet it says, well, nobody attempted to provide a relationship between the PSL as an organization and players who work for this organization through a teams. Can you expand further on that? Because I thought that was very interesting. Okay, let me let me elaborate on 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 what what what, what I mean by that. Mm. So what happened is we've got you've got an institution, you know, that runs the body, mm. the, the the mother body, which is the PSL. And then under PSL, which is the sub division now, you have teams. Mm. Um, and under those teams, you'll have players, you know, but there are so many things that you can mention. But let me mention the three, which is the, 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 the mother body, uh, which is the PSL. And then you have teams under PSL. And then you'll have you players, the players as the working, um, the, the tools that do the working. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I thought between these three, um, uh, uh, institutions or these uh, subs, mm. you know what I mean. There's we we like to understand the relationship between the three. You know, I'll I'll give you a scenario. Let's say um, PSL decide that all the teams in the PSL have to pay players a certain amount mm-hmm. as a minimum. You know what I mean. You know, so so which means the PSL has engaged with the teams and the teams they have to implement to support the players when it comes to salaries. But I said, listen, let's open up a dialogue where where all these stake I mean stakeholders, yeah. you know, these entities, these stakeholders can come together and, and, and find out solutions because we all know that there is a problem. And it's the know? same problem every year. So which means are we are we so the question that arises in my head is um are we interested in solving the problem or are we just gonna let the problem uh, keep keeps going, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So what what I meant. And we only talk about it when somebody passes on. Recently, when Filma Singer passed on, people started talking about it. It happened with shoes, and and then people let it go for a while, and then something happens, and then they're reminded. That mm. that's the sad that's the sad thing that um, these things, like you said, we talked about it when a tragedy has 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 occurred, or we talked about it when someone is really sick. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. now he needs support financially to pay. Um, it could be bills for the hospitals and, and, and some sort. I, I, I strongly believe that this is not new. You know, mm. this is not new. And uh, this is something that has been happening. That has been, um, everyone has witnessed this thing for, the, I don't know how many years ago. And the question now that comes in is, are we willing as um, as a football uh uh, family mm. to, 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 to come up with solutions that will, will assist in these things. But um, we need to identify, first of all, and, and this is my opinion, what we need to identify is to find out what are the problems. The root causes. You know, because mm. it's easy for people to come up with so- solutions when you do not know what is the cause of the problem. So we need to sit and, 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 and identify all these um illnesses that um, do surface, do you know what I mean? So that we can 
I mean, engage in a dialogue where everyone will come in and then we kind of like litigate um, in terms of what, what is the solution? What, what can we do to, to, to solve these things, you know, to solve the, this problem? And for you, for somebody who's been in this space and, 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 and football, why do we have these problems, especially uh, financially? Is it lack of education? Is it, is it lack of planning, lack of understanding finances? Um, good question. Um, that's that's one of the significant questions that you just brought now. So I've looked at this thing and um, I've looked at this. I've tried to, to do a little bit of research, um, but through my own experiences now, I think it's it's not a one-dimension issue. Uh-huh. People can talk about education, you know, which is true. It's one of the problems, but there is more into this thing. It's not only um, can they speak English. I doubt yeah. English has nothing to do with it. Uh, to, with this, can they, as players, um, manage to finance their 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 monies? You know what I mean. So I strongly believe that this is not. Um, an issue with only with finance. It has to do with life skill. It mm-hmm. has to do with psychological. I mean, it has to do with the, like you said, the education system, which family I, background. which family background. It th- th- there's so much that it has to do with. So what what we can do now going forward as a society is to try and bring bring up all these um, issues, all these challenges, all these um, where these illnesses come from, mm-hmm. and then come up with uh, solutions from there. Is there a will from the players just to understand finances better? You see, when you're dealing with someone who, who comes from a poor background, and we need to be honest about um, our, our, our historical um, issues. Mm. So I come from, let me give you another scenario. I come from a family where um, the parent has never seen a 10,000 rand. And um, I become a professional, and then I earn 20 grand. And um, to be honest, this family have no clue how what is finance, how do you manage your money. So what they do is they see uh, an ATM. Should I, I'm sorry to put it that way. Yeah, they, see, they see where they're going to get finance, where they're going to get money. So what they do is they, they support you. They support your profession. Yeah. They, but... At the back of their head, they know they're gaining something out of it. That's the tricky part now. Mm. So when you say to them, I want to go to school, they say, listen, you can't go to school because you have to support the family. So suddenly you've got all this burden on mm. your shoulders. Ne? And 20 grand when you're supporting a family, how are you going to save that money? So there are so many dimensions that you have to look at. I think there's more into this thing. And we need to sit down and try and understand this thing and try and analyze this thing so that we'll come up with better solutions. Because it's easy for people, you know, someone tweeted and said, yeah, you, you drink a lot of alcohol. Yeah. You, you're busy with women. Buy nice cars. That's, that's one of the problems. Mm-hmm. But that's not the only problem. Mm. There is more into this thing. And you need to find, I mean, you need to find what causes these problems before we can even um, engage on solutions. It reminds me of a story that Jabupule likes to tell where uh, I'm not sure which club he was at and he says, my first salary was 40,000 rand in fun and I've never seen that money in my life. Being in two weeks and then after two weeks it comes in again and then I finish it again because I know it's going to come in again and I finish it to the last cent and he really didn't understand finances and it was the first time that he'd seen so much money in his life and, and he says that's part of the reason that he went downhill or he went wayward. Uh, but for those who've just joined us we're catching up with Sopa Gaita you can call us on 0891 we take SMS's on 40938 and we're using the hashtag SFM Spot on. Uh, tonight we don't have our WhatsApp, it's down so please don't WhatsApp us tonight but you can call us on 089 or SMS us on 40938 at SFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. Still catching up with Boniso Pakla. You can call us on 0891-104-207. We take SMSs on 40938. Please don't WhatsApp us tonight. Uh, but we're using the hashtag SAFM spot on on social media. And we've got Arnold that's called us from Tembisa. Arnold, good evening. Hey, good evening, member. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. Is that Arnold Rankoko? Ah, one and the only. It's a Shubi Black Mamba. Thank you for joining us. No, no, thank you very much. Maybe let me start by con- congratulating uh, Park Taka for his achievement. I think um, it's, a, it's a great achievement being a, a, a soccer player, knowing that we, talent alone is not enough. 
you need something to fall back into. Whatever that he has achieved is great, and it's a good example. I hope that other youngsters will learn from him on what he has accomplished. One issue that I wanted to find out from him <clears throat> is this issue with Kaiser Chiefs. There was an issue that is he had with Kaiser Chiefs on a contract. I want to know what happened to that issue. Number two, the issue that he spoke about, the background and everything. What I'm interested in, what is the role of the player's agent? Because they play important part. Because we've got cases where some of them, they come when you sign a contract, then they disappear. You only see them when you're supposed to renew. In this instance, what is the function of a player's agent, especially when we come into the financial aspect of players and talking about their welfare and everything? I'll listen on the radio. It's a Shubi, it's a Arnold Rankonko, commentator there, of course, football commentator Arnold Rankonko. He's got two questions for you. I don't know. Let's start with the second one, the issue of players' agents. What is their role? Because there's also another question from Twitter that links to that. Um, firstly, I mean, this will come from um, an opinion perspective mm-hmm. um, instead of a concrete um you know, definition of the agent's role. So firstly, let me say, um, I've got, I, I've, I have an agent, I've, I've had an agent all my career, and um, he did amazing things for me. And um, he, he, he was there when I was signing contracts. He was there um, when I was doing... Um, that's Glenn Binkin. That's Glenn Binkin. He speaks highly of you too. Yeah, things outside of football. It could be your sponsorship it could be your i mean i think we became more friends than being an agent so there was that relationship you know um so for me i strongly believe that agent should be the people that um firstly when you sign a contract they will have to look at the legal things contractual issues secondly they should assist you with your monies especially when you do not have the background of how how the finance works you know how how, how these things works and then, um, thirdly, they should look at your holistically as, as a footballer, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of, um, it could be your, how you eat, how you do these things. But now the argument will be from the agent. If I have 20 players or 30 players, mm-hmm. now do you, do you want me to babysit all these 30 players? That, that will be the argument from an agent. So this is something that is, that is debatable. And um, but me, I was fortunate enough that my agent did um, did more than being an agent. You know what I mean? But this is debatable, and this can be argued. But w- what I'm interested at in this in in this regard, should we sit and understand what 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 is it exactly an agent should do? You know what I mean? What is it that is supposed? What are the requirements from an agent? What is it that agent needs to 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 do? To represent the player, then we will come up with a solution. But I cannot, I cannot give you a definite answer because this can be debatable. The, okay. the question it could be, it can be debatable. Before we answer the second one, I just want to get to a question here from Benny on Twitter that links to the one about agents. It says, uh, "What about the players' union? Uh, do you, do players have faith in our players' union? Do they believe in it? Does it help players?" It's it's, it's a tricky, it's a tricky question. Um, the question, the answer is. Do I, do I want to put myself in the deep end where I cannot swim? Uh, but l- let me try and answer this one. We we do we do have a players um, union, you know, that that that's supposed to 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 represent the players. The conflict is here now. You've got the institution, which is the PSL, mm-hmm. which it, they've got their own challenges, got, yeah, and then say. you have the the agents as well which conflicts with the unions because they, they have not set and understand each other in terms of who should do what, who's supposed to be doing what. You know what I mean? Um, you know what? To be honest with you, our our union in South Africa has not been recognized, and it's an honest truth. Mm. And and the other thing is um, there were certain things that were said that there's going to be implementation of the minimum wage and yeah. na na and then when I was listening to to the interview, and this is the sad part, I had that players still earn five thousand rand. Yeah. How 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 are you gonna save from five thousand rand, especially now? What how are you going to save money? You know what I mean. So these are the challenges, challenging challenges that we're facing. But the most important thing, th- this is the time where we should be sitting down, 
to to resolve these challenges, to, to resolve these issues, because it does not help in blaming one another. You know what I mean? Blaming that the agents are not doing the work, the union is not doing the work, the PSL does not care about the players, the players they drink a lot. We should we should be we should be coming up together to resolve these issues. I think I think this is the time, and and we've got an opportunity, you know, to to to, to do these things, to to bring dialogues where we can kind of try and resolve all these things so that we understand who's supposed to be doing what. Lucky Joe says Gakla is quite an inspiration. The man can express himself so eloquently. And then uh, Zico Smith says if Gakla can be so educating about finances, then our PSL players have no reason to be bankrupt or finish after finishing playing. Safpo must actually use his knowledge. And uh, then there was another one on Kosinati Wolf says there are brains in the guy you are with in studio. He's very clear about his views. Uh, read my people for no one will give you the weapon you need to overthrow them. Thank you, son of the soul, for being so clear. Well, the question about Chiefs was always going to come. Because I remember there was a tweet that said, Bakakla has signed a two-year contract. And there was a tweet. We still actually have it because we pulled it out before the show. There was another one that said, Bernard Parker had signed a three-year contract. But then the next minute, Chiefs turned and said that you don't have a contract with, with them. What happened there? Okay. Let me, let me, let me explain a few, a few, few things. Um, and, 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 even if people hate me for telling the truth, let it be, you know. Um, what, hap- what happened with Chiefs? Um, I signed the contract, a pre. Okay, mm-hmm. I signed a contract. This is what happened. I signed a contract and then the contract will be taken to the chairman. The chairman will sign. This is his approval. And then during, after, after I've signed, so there's a process now for, for the chairman to sign. The, 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 the contract is with the club. Mm-hmm. And then there's a fallout with the with the coach, between me and the coach. Listen, mm. I express myself. If 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 you, you you say something and you don't deliver, I will ask what happened. You know, so that I I, I kind of like understand your reasoning. You know, mm. why is this not happening? So there's a fallout with the coach, and um, the sad part is, you know, when you watch people on television, and then um, you always think they're good people. Mm. You know, they're honest. They've got this integrity about them. I experienced one of the worst things in my life. Yeah. This, these are the people that I've been with almost for four years. Yeah. And um, it's always been a smiley and um, happy and, you know. And then someone else comes in, in that, in that period. And then there's a fallout between me and him. Because, honestly speaking, when I looked at what Chiefs was going, I had to intervene. Yeah. I challenged the status quo on other things as well, where there were things that were said was to the players. Was it still in charge at the time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There were certain things that I challenged because I, I always challenge if I feel that I've been wrongly, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, so what happened is when, when, when I signed, I signed just after Steve at, I mean, arrived at Chiefs, and then what happened is when there was a fallout during the season, then the question was, is this man going to be here for another two years? So there's going to be serious issues because this one, he speaks for players. He understands the issues of the players. He also understands himself. So now what happened is um, is going to be an issue. Mm. So one must die. That time your contract is with the chairman. That's what I was told. Ah. So one must die. One must die. Mm. And I found out about the contract. This is the sad part, eh? I found out about the contract on the, this is set, listen to this. The, the, the season ends. Mm-hmm. We go to the end of the year, function, yearly function, whatever, yes. you know, to, 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 to just finish the whole thing. And then on the night of the thing, I'm told that, of the event, I'm told that, listen, Bobby wants to see you. Mm. I'm like, oh, okay, great. That was. This is, Bobby wants to see you the next day. Aha, okay. So my next, uh, my response is, um, listen, I've got exams. This is during exams. This is June. Mm. I've got exams. I've got exams. Mm. And I'm told that, no, 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 it's a quick meeting, you know. I go to the meeting because I can go to school afterwards to go study, you know. Mm. And then I'm told that the contract that you sign, I mean, it went to the chairman, they view it, and then they said, um, with the chairman, uh, he thinks that, or oh, the coach thinks that um, he doesn't need you anymore i'm like so 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 what happened is 
I'm like, no, that, that's not possible. Mm. You know, you, you, you have told me we've done this thing together. And it was tweeted. It was communicated to the supporters. But when, when you go to the uh, to court, the, 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 the arbitrary in, mm. at, 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 at PSL, I'm told that the, 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 I've never signed a contract. Oh. I've got two stories now. Oh. One is the chairman didn't sign it. The second one, there was never a contract. I've never signed it. But these are the things. So the, the problem is these are the things that they hide mm. in, in, in the public domain. I'm not here to blame teams or to blame mm. individuals. But if we continue with such uh, behavior, mm. then we'll never fix anything. Mm. We will never. Me, I, I have no grudges with anyone. I, I have no problems with anyone. But we must but, be honest with each other. But even besides that, I think there are serious issues that we should fix. But if we behave in a manner where we lie to one another, the institution, the football as, 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 um, football as, as a whole, mm. will never go anywhere. We'll always have I mean, conflicts between amongst or amongst each other because we we are not honest to one another and there's no fairness mm. you know what i mean and 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 i'm glad that happens this is this is the the positive part about this thing i'm glad it happened because i had to learn the hard way mm. but at the same time then i realized that these people are pushing me somewhere mm-hmm. now i'm doing law i'm done with my first degree now i'm doing law and i thought the, the reason i'm doing law it's not only for me you know what i mean it it's also for me to try and fix the rules and the regulation of what we have at the moment because uh-huh. there are gaps there I've, I've done a little bit of uh, research and i realized that there are gaps in this thing so we need we need to come up with solutions to 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 resolve these issues you know sometimes people do mis- make mistakes and um sometimes some mistakes are harsh but um we learn from these things so was that matter ever resolved then? Did you lose it at the arbitrator? Were you compensated because everybody knew that you had a two-year contract? You see, um, I don't know if I should comment on, on your question, but I should so that the, the, the public is aware and they know what's going on. So what happened is we go to court, we, we, we do all the, the processes, you know what I mean? And then the decision from the panel, they decide that, listen, um, the the case goes against me, you know. I don't win. The, they win the case, get the chips, and then I appeal with suffer. Mm-hmm. They play tactics, which, according to the code of conduct of laws, you cannot. This this is something that I'm reading right now. Mm. As a lawyer, as an attorney, as an advocate, as an officer who represents the law of South Africa, you cannot and you will not. Okay, I just I just need you to get closer to the mic. Sorry, they lost you there. Yeah, you, you, you're not allowed to 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 to, to manipulate the system mm-hmm. because you represent the law of the nation. So what they do, they they what they normally do, um, lawyers, they do these tactics where they delay issues, you know, so that you can keep on paying your lawyers. Yeah. You know what I mean? All of that. So I understand. They, first of all, they the attorney, their lawyer. At, Breach the, the 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 fact that the code of conduct, you know how we handle the matter, it's totally wrong, and um, and then we, we we did the appeal, and then it has to go to Safa now, mm-hmm. and then Safa will have to give us um, uh, a verdict. What what where to go from here, you mm-hmm. know, and then the case just died like that. Is it? Yeah. And that was the last time you heard of it. And I thought um, the only way I can continue this case, I need to go and educate myself. You must remember, sometimes cases ne, don't die. Mm. You can let go Aha. because you're going somewhere. And then when you have that information, you can come back with it. But they will scare you and say, there's a period of a case. Mm. A case has a period where you can come back and, you know, um, uh, kind of like, I mean, go back to the case to... to, mm. to, to, to or to renew what what's the word that I want to use um, to go and, and 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 appeal again, you know, on the case. I know there's a space. I've done a, a little bit of research on that, but right now I'm still educating myself to have more information, to be more educated on these issues. Who knows? Um, the case might come back again. 
that's that's yeah yeah thank you is it is it difficult to take on football bosses in south africa because i remember there was a, an interview we did with a former chief player actually the former Shamaite, and he couldn't get a club and everybody felt there was sabotage there was more at play here because of what had happened in the past is it just difficult for players to to stand up for what they believe in here let me tell you something ne? you challenge the status quo in south african football you have to prepare yourself because you have to prepare yourself that there will be exclusion. You will be excluded in any parts of the 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 the, the apparatus mm. of football. You know. So what has happened to me? And I've realized this that because I've challenged the status quo, there've been people trying to make sure that I do not go anywhere in football. And I understand these things. And I've realized that challenge status quo you'll pay harsh consequences. But, I mean, it, it's part of life, man. If you know that, I mean, there's, there's God, you go, you pray, and um, you'll have to accept certain things. And um, these are people that will never determine your destination in life. It's up to you where you want to go. And I was hoping that we were actually going to talk about more of the football also during this show. But then I thought, maybe not. Maybe it's too early because people don't know whether you've retired. Are you still active? Do you still want to play? What is the status now? To be honest with you, man, uh, with with this law decree, um, this thing has consumed. I mean, everything. I mean, just consumed all my time. I I I hardly, I hardly get time. And um, I, I like I'm, I'm basically have dedicated that my life um, into my studies. I still wanna play football. I love football. I only the only thing that I've known is football. I still wanna play football. Age is not on my side. The question is. Am I in denial of that I'm old, I have to retire? That can be argued by, I mean, myself and whoever wants to argue it. But I'm also honest that age is not on my side. I'm 35. Um, most people retire at that age, you know. Mm. Um, so I have not officially um, um, retired. Um, but if I look at my situation, I think I'm going that direction. Okay. But um, I cannot confirm it. Okay. Bandila, I'm going to squeeze you in. We've got a minute left. Calling us from Soweto. Good evening. Bandile, good evening. Yeah, sure. Can you hear me? Yes, quick one. Yeah, I wanted to know from Pa, how does he feel about this thing of our teams being owned by families? Okay. He wants to know how you feel about teams being owned by families. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, it's, um, I mean, I, I was born, um, where teams were owned by families. So, um, I cannot really, there are teams that are successful and that are owned by families and there are teams that are struggling and owned by families. If it's a family business, it's a family business. I mean, they are the ones who started this thing. The only problem, and I've said this, the person who started the, the, the business and he becomes successful, does it mean he's, um, People that are coming after him, mm. that are going to take over, are they going to be successful? Yeah. That's that's that, that's a tricky party. Um, if you look at this team, whoever started this thing started very well, and the people after him, sometimes they mess it up, and uh, sometimes they continue with the legacy. Mm-hmm. Pa, we're going to have to leave it there. It's been a riveting uh, conversation here, and I'll end with this. Uh, that Brighton says, much respect to Pa Kaka on how he managed to cope with the news while he was writing it, his exams. It takes more than intelligence, bravery, and faith to overcome what he went through. I'm inspired and encouraged after this interview. And somebody says that you've been so eloquent again. It's the second time it comes up in this interview, and I wish a lot of players can hear this interview and uh, take advice. And somebody says, you're a great player. I met you in Bloemfontein. I wish you can set up a players agency and be a special advisor to players in the PSL from finance to club signings. I'm sure we're going to invite you again, Papa. Thank you very much for this wonderful conversation. No, thank you so much. Thank you very much for having me and um, the ones that listen, especially the gestures from, I mean, the, 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 the messages from these people. Um, I'm humble and um, I just want to thank everyone who who listen and you contributed with their phone calls and um, the messages.